Welcome to Tapeworm Transmissions. Sniffly. That's all right. I got to try <laughs> Okie dokie. <clears throat> Okie dokie. You know, I'm sweaty as shit. <laughs> like always. Sometimes I get real sweaty too. Especially up here, all the heat rises, you know? Yeah. And then Loki's doing his glass blowing stuff downstairs. So. Oh, that's what the fuck he does down there? Oh yeah. shit. That's cool as fuck. Yeah. So there's like a blowtorch and everything going on there? Yeah. Ah. Yeah, if he uh he should be back. I don't know. Actually, no. I don't know what he's doing today. But if he's back while you're still here, we can check out check out his studio. If he, if he's doing anything, I don't know if he is. Are you saying you finished all those fucking books, you nerd? No, I only did oh, read, I I read, like, read two of them. Sweet. Two of the Dune ones. But Did uh, you check out the movie? It's not out yet. It's not? No, it comes out. How on. the fuck? Comes out on Thursday. Then what the fuck am I thinking of? I don't know. I don't know either. There's an older movie. That the one from the fucking eighties. Yeah, from David <laughs> with Lynch. the crappy ass. Yeah, I like that one. I never, saw, I never seen that one. Everybody who Wait, has seen it, and I say that like I like it. They're like, why? <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna watch that after the this movie. Sting is in it. Sting is in it. Yes. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he is. He's, he's the bad guy, isn't <laughs> he's he? He's one of the douches. Yeah. 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 I'm interested in seeing that after after this one. But yeah, it comes out on Thursday. Oh fuck yeah! So I won't be able to see it until like Monday, mm. probably maybe Sunday, depending on how I feel. That's cool. Yeah. The last movie I saw was yesterday, <laughs> and I saw um. With Sean Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Oh, okay, cool, cool. Dude, I, fu- yeah. I if like you that. like kung fu movies, you saw it. No, I like that guy though. He's in um, Kim's Convenience. Kim's Convenience. I don't think I've seen that one. I think they're like Kim's Korean, and they own like a convenience store in Canada. Mm. And he's like one of the uh, characters. Oh, so it's like a show, like a series. Yeah. Oh, like okay, dokie. Yeah. I fucking I was like, dude, that's that's awesome. It's awesome. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I've been wanting to see that. Did you go to the actual movie theater to see it? Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. I saw the last movie I saw in the theaters was Venom. I need. Did you like it? I did. I liked it actually a lot better than dude. the first one. Uh, really? Yeah. I didn't. I wasn't a super. The first one, I fell asleep. I wasn't a big <laughs> fan of the first one to be honest. Yeah. Um. Like I said, I fell asleep. Watching the first one. I was super tired. No diss to the movie. But maybe it was. I don't know if it was boring because I fell asleep. But, um, yeah, everybody's like, dude, Woody Harrelson, he's going to mess it up. And I'm like, ah. No, I don't Woody know. Harrelson did a great job, I thought. Awesome. Yeah, That's I, li- good. I, like I was Harrelson. worried about I'm worried. Well, I was worried. But everybody's like, oh, it's cool. Hello. <laughs> What's up, Kit Kat? 
Yeah, I'm worried about the Dune movie. It could go either way. The previews look pretty cool. I saw one of the trailers. I've been trying to like not watch it. I mean, so long as it's got Jason the Momoa. core elements and the key components, then it's better than what you know I would have expected. But if they like change like drastic, that's the only time it really sucks. Yeah, I think that's why people like the crappy one from the '80s because even though it's very, very obnoxiously <laughs> like cheaply made, um, you know, it mirrors the. Have you have you read the book at all by chance? At least yeah, the first one? a long time ago. Yeah. and then I saw the movie, and then I was like, okay, that's cool. Pretty. Safe. So if they don't stray too much with certain stuff. Like, if they yeah. don't make, like, Vladimir Harkonnen a chick or something, I'll be like, what? What are you doing? Leah Kynes is going to be a chick. The, oh, really? Yeah, he's, like, Sweet. the like the, the Fremen activist. Yeah. That's cool. He's going to be a chick. Which is fine. Like, whatever. That's not, like, that, he, that person could really be, like, anything. Totally. Totally, I see that. Um... But yeah, I don't. I've never seen P- Paul, the guy that act that uh, the actor that Paul is. I've never seen him in anything before. Neither have I. Um, yeah, I think he's a new guy. There's a couple people I haven't really seen before on that roster. So hopefully, you know that means they're good. Well, I think they'll be good. Hopefully, I think Should so. So we're, we've been going this whole time, just FYI. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Which is fine. I right. usually just like start them and just like we just keep going with their conversation that we had before. All right. Nice. Nice. Kind of makes it a little bit easier going into it. There's no introduction or anything. That's all done afterwards. Oh. Okay. So, so Sweet. We're good. Yeah. You don't have to worry about that stuff. All right. <laughs> I was like going to introduce myself and stuff. Well, but if you want to, you can now. Oh. Hey. What's up, everybody? Um. My name is Yesenia Gomez. My pen name is Zemog the Destroyer, and I'm chilling with my homie Nolan, and Yo. we're on <laughs> um, Tapeworm Transmissions doing a podcast, and I'm going to tell you guys a little bit about my comic, Industria. Hell yeah. And this is your first podcast that you did, right? Or yes, done? I've I've not I've never done a podcast before. Um the closest I've gone to making any of my um comic production public is like Facebook. So I'm kinda nervous, but I'm excited too. I think it's gonna be good. So where did you come up with the idea for Industria? Um Huh. Well, to be honest with you, there's a lot of, well, there's about two <laughs> main origins with Industria. Um, firstly, um, a superhero for children is something I always kind of wanted, you know, like I thought would be appropriate. And um, the second um, influence that, you know, had Industria come to fruition was um, um, my own, like, struggles as a child with um, things that were going on at home. And I kind of wish I had somebody to look out um, for me and protect me. So um, 
after a long time of not dealing with that or addressing it, really, um, I got to a really dark place internally where I was thinking of doing really, you know, something really stupid and irreversible and um, I couldn't go through with it. And um, before, like around the time it it had gotten to that point, um, my not speaking about it or telling anybody about it um, had led to my not taking care of myself. Like I wasn't um, eating. I was having uh, a lot of nightmares. I actually um, was diagnosed in later years with PTSD and depression. At the time, I didn't understand that um, my dreams and flashbacks were symptoms of those afflictions. So I felt, you know, really alone, really hopeless. And I I felt um, that, um, you know, it wouldn't really make much of a difference um, whether or not, you know, I I stuck around. I kind of felt like I didn't matter. And um, one night, you know, where it was particularly bad, I, I sat down with a pen and paper and I kind of started composing, like, um, the note, so to speak. And um, I read it over a million times. I restarted it a million times. And I just couldn't... Um, bring myself to like accept um that I was so um weak and um up until that very night to be honest with you because of um the circumstances of parts of my childhood I had I had kind of um envisioned myself being a bit of a a victim of sorts and um, when I was reading back my, my note to myself and trying to explain why things had gotten to that point, I realized I'm not so much a victim um, as much as I am a, a survivor. And um, <clears throat> when I sort of uh, adopted that mentality, you know, that I'm not um, a victim, you know, I'm a survivor, And, um, I've, you know, it's that what, what had happened, you know, it, it didn't destroy me. (laughs) So, um, right. (laughs) So yeah, not to get like heavy on you guys, but, um, yeah, the, the origins of industria are pretty raw, pretty real. And, um, yeah, after I started to see myself, um, again, as a survivor, um, instead of a victim, I um <clears throat> I thought about like who <clears throat> I wanted to be in, instead of a victim. Um I wanted to be somebody strong, somebody vocal, uh somebody vigilant, somebody, you know, capable of protecting um others from that kind of stuff and industria literally popped into my head. Like uh I just like this this character, this like badass, um, vigilante, you know, super heroine. Um, I feel, you know, she's she initially um, was like a reflection 
of myself. And yeah, I can definitely see that. <laughs> the big hair and the all black clothes. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> did that name and the image and like the concept of her all come like all at one time no. basically? Um no. And dust the look, her look is actually uh a, it's like concept art because aside from making um comics, I've always done like illustrative and um artistic stuff but i i dabbled in like fashion a little here and there and um i had this concept of this like line called silhouette where it was just a bunch of black garments in different like shapes and sizes and styles so industria the cat suit with the eye patch and the flaming red hair she was actually like a look like in my oh. yeah my like fashion sketchbook and um, when I was thinking, you know, like, I don't want to be this weak person, you know, who, who gives into their own, you know, darkness. And I don't want to be remembered, you know, like that. Um, and then when I started to think about all these characteristics of this, this person, this hero, this entity, um, how strong of the image of, you know, like the cat suit and the eye patch and everything was like that stuck out of my mind. And I was like, okay, that's Industria. Like that's, you know, what she's going to look like. Cause when I, when I was doing that artwork for the concept for her, the outfit, like again, as just like a fashion thing, um, I wanted, you know, I wanted it to scream like, you know, badass bitch, like dominatrix, don't fuck with me, you know, sure, kind of shit. Yeah. Right. So, um, again, when I was having that little dark night of the soul, um, I thought back, you know, to what this person would look like. And that's the image that came right to my head. I was like, OK, the red hair, the eye patch, the cat suit, the metal spike high heels. Hell yeah. Mm -hmm. What about the name, though? Industria. Um, so <clears throat> the setting of Industria is a fictional um city called Corosia, loosely based on Chicago <laughs> and kind of <laughs> Gotham City almost like it's crawling with you know this like uh criminal underground network of like bad guys it's it's like post-industrial midwest so there's a lot of abandoned buildings a lot of rusty factories you know it's just kind of like a shell of of you know it's it's kind of it's um what is it? It's kind of like a dystopian, almost not necessarily post-apocalyptic, but it it does take place slightly, like I want to say maybe 30 to 50 years in the future. So, um, yeah, uh, the name Industria, um, when I was thinking of like her backstory and her literal like background, like visually, I just thought of like cyber goth <laughs> sort of like... Again, just kind of like futuristic, but um, dark sort of aesthetic. And um, when I do a lot of like of um, my work on Industria, I listen to industrial music. So initially, sure. uh, yeah, right. So I'm all like, okay, um, you know, like, and she's kind of got like an industrial sort of setting, and and. Um, upbringing and stuff so i figured you know that was a good name but when i um looked into the name like the actual like translation like root word etymology of industria i found out <clears throat> that um 
it's one of the seven holy virtues. And you know how there's like the seven deadly sins? Sloth, envy, greed, blah, 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 blah. Sure, yeah. Okay, there's there's sev- there's like the opposite of that, the seven holy virtues. Oh, why don't and, they teach us that when I was in right. Catholic school? I, samesies, <laughs> samesies. I think there's a lot I could say about Catholic school, <laughs> but we can move on from yeah. that. Um, was it? Um, right, so the, the seven holy virtues. It's like patience, temperance, um, charity. I totally forgot all of them. But diligence um, is is one of the virtues. And diligence, um, typically, like in modern um, context, diligence means uh, like good work ethic or like hard work. But um, in the like biblical, like seven holy virtues sense, diligence means like to do the right thing. Um, no matter, you know, what the consequence or what the cost is, like, if you're able to do what you need to do, like, do it. And the Latin root word of diligence is industria. So I thought that was pretty cool that, um, you know, what industria does, it, you know, like, putting yourself on the line, going out, being, you know, a nocturnal badass you know yeah who, who, so that kind of closed the circle with everything yeah I, like when i <laughs> when i read that I, again i was like doing my little googling and wikipedia latin <laughs> and everything and i was just like oh what it was it was my i like it was one of those weird like synchronicity moments where i was like yeah i'm I like this industry is supposed to be her name like that's like yeah this is i need to be doing this and that has to be her name because there's nothing more fitting you know again to what she does and who she is and what i wanted her to be that's pretty badass fuck yeah that's super badass i definitely notice a lot of synchronicities oh totally they're there when you pay attention i'm i'm definitely a big like jungian kind of person so i i definitely notice you know when some things are almost like too coincidental and it's like nah i'm getting cues or signals like something's trying to tell me something yeah and yeah when it was all like diligence root word industry i was like oh that is so amazing like yeah i got really excited and i felt like eerily like calm (laughs) even though i was excited by it i was just like whoa that's pretty cool yeah my mind was like someone was trying to explain to me the other day that whatever my zodiac sign, not just like the Capricorn, but like the other ones. Uh-huh. Oh, like your moon and your rising. And- yeah, I don't know what any of that means. I'm very rusty when it comes to birth charts. Like if if I knew my own birth time and could dissect my own, then I would like speak on it. But I have no all I know. I've had it explained to me, <laughs> so I'm like okay. Um, I think certain. What is it? Certain celestial bodies, like your Venus and your moon, um, they're supposed to reflect, like, certain aspects of your personality. And it's, like, where they are in orbit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, basically, like, your birth chart, it's, like, a snapshot of um, all the celestial alignments, like, the stars and the planets and stuff, like, overhead from, like, the moment you were born. Interesting. Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna blow my nose real quick. I'm that, gonna like nasal. That's okay. Uh, yeah, I uh, they were just saying something. I have a lot of Sagittarius all over the place, and that. Oh, yeah. 
Sagittarians. And I have... Uh, Ew. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> and that is something that like, a lot of synchronicities is common, I guess. Or ah. I can notice them. Mm. And then it made me think of a story yeah. where something really crazy happened. What happened? So, I, I may have told this story on a podcast before, but whatever. People can deal with it. Exactly. Um, so, I was supposed to go to Riot Fest with Sean. Mm-hmm. And... He, long story short, he told me to take the Shoelace Express. Oh, balls. So I had to yeah. find my own ride to Riot Fest, right? And we were going to go see Nine Inch Nails. Oh, Swizzy. And. Well, so, not Swizzy, you know, because. Yeah. Gotta... Yeah, he was like, he wanted he wanted money from me. And I was already bringing like party favors and things for everybody that was like going to be in the car and i was like are you going to ask like this amount of money from like everybody in the car that's like way more than what is needed to drive to chicago it's like bro this is about the experience yeah and it's like if i was driving i wouldn't have even asked anyone for money you know i was like i don't give a shit i don't drive (laughs) still but i'm getting there i promise i'm getting there (laughs) everyone goes at their own pace Seriously, I go at like turtle speed, but that's better than being behind the wheel at turtle speed, let me tell you. This is true. Yeah, no, this is totally true. <laughs> like, I'm very much a type of person where if I am not certain I can like do it, I will not do it. Because I used to freeze behind the wheel, like, oh my god! Like, my, I used to have a lot of trouble grasping the concept, like, okay, I'm behind the wheel and I'm responsible for everything that happens. And I finally got over that. And all this year when I was practicing, my new hurdle is like, okay, I, I'm cool, I got this, I'm in control. So I get behind the wheel and I'm like, what about the other person? I don't know what the fuck they're thinking or what they're going to do. And I'm like, ah! So I just like started all over again. <laughs> That's definitely the hardest part about driving is you don't know what the other person's going to do. So you have, <laughs> to, you have to remain vigilant and I know, I got to be aware. behind the wheel. <laughs> But yeah, so Sean told me to take the Shoelace Express. Oh, mm-hmm. I, I made it out to the city by myself, and hey. I, I was... Uh, I go out to the city all the time, like for um, um, my other endeavor, my occultist stuff, my, you know, readings and whatnot. I just hop the train, and then a cab. Yeah, Uber. But I know when it's, you know, a big music event like that, like, traffic is clogged, but, like, everything's hard to catch. Yeah. Everybody's I- trying to go. I, dr- I just drove myself because it's like whatever. There you go. You know, so there it wasn't go. a big deal. So I'm at this place by myself like the whole day. Mm-hmm. I'm like as close as I can try to be to the front because I fucking love Nine Inch Nails. Hey. They eventually come on and it is just like too crazy. Like I'm being like crushed alive. Like <laughs> I'm not like a big person. You know, I'm a pretty small person. So I was just being annihilated and I didn't I was didn't have the rails. So I didn't have anything to like hold on to, you know? Right. I was like the person behind that. So I was just being oh, destroyed. Dude, and I could just like reaching for Trent like I love you. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, he saw you. Yeah. It was worth it. He he heard you and everything. So I had to like weed my way back like through the crowd to like the back into a more clearer spot where I could like fucking breathe again. <laughs> yeah. And as I'm like weaving through these people like you know kind of pushing people aside not pushing them but like trying to you know get through the people move they're moving around or get through this one person and guess who i fucking see like face to face sean <laughs> there's over twenty thousand people <laughs> in this funny. entire thing you know what i'm saying and the, the that is definitely synchronicity that was the universe aligning you to like hey 
You guys better address that little squabble. This is a badass experience and a one of a fucking kind, you know, moments you yeah. do or like, you know, you guys are seeing your idol. That's like that's what that night was about. Wasn't so, about no Yeah, so bullshit. I was like I was that like That was the universe like <laughs> kiss and like forcing your heads together. Like that's what that was. Yeah, kiss. <laughs> yes, exactly. So I was like I was like in my mind I was like seriously so you went for it and made out with him so i was like and we were just like wow what the fuck <laughs> and i had like a blood or something we ended up just smoking and like enjoy like, we enjoyed the concert together you know i was like That's i was over it about. you know what i'm That's saying exactly what synchrony does synchrony synchronicity does so something else happened at that at that show too right there's this guy at some point he took a selfie uh-huh. now fast forward this was like during the day sometime. The next day? No, fast forward. This was that same day that I that I ran into Sean, but it was earlier in the day. I meant to say meant to say that this guy took a selfie. Okay. So now fast forward. Like that was the fast forward. To months months in advance. Oh dang. Okay. Months and months in advance. I'm at another concert in Wisconsin at the rave to see the flaming lips. Nice. And I'm talking to this guy and I'm like, man. You look really familiar. <laughs> like I feel like I know you from somewhere. Uh-huh. And we ended up figuring out that we were both at Riot Fest for what? Nine Inch Nails. And he starts going through his phone <laughs> and he pulls out this selfie and I'm in the fucking background of this guy's phone. <laughs> That's so great. That's really weird too. Fucking- I don't even know if that cause like it could be synchronicity, but it could be just one hell of a fucking coincidence. <laughs> like, yeah. that's crazy as hell. I just, the only other thing is... Are you guys, like, cool now? Did you get, like... No, oh, no, I was, I was... I would have. I'd be like, bitch, delete my shit out of your phone. <laughs> <laughs> that's me, though, personally. Yeah. Well, so, it was just because it was happened on that same day with Sean. I think there's something... There's a significance behind that. There's some significance, I think, with Sean, honestly, in my life. It's you real- guys are meant to be in each other's lives. You like, I know you through Sean. Mm-hmm. I yeah. met, I was able to, like, reconnect with the River Gypsies and be friends with Doug again, pretty much because... R.I.P. homie. I was in Sean's band, and then I was in Paranoid Justice, and Doug saw me play guitar, because they ended up playing a show with us, and then I started talking to Doug more, and That's then... That's how I started talking to you. I was like, oh, look at him go. Yeah. He's got fast fingers. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, Sean's cool. Sean's cool. I haven't talked to him in a minute, though, but every time I do, it's all love. I haven't talked to him since, like... Maybe I am the universe telling you that you need to go down there and make Sean happy. I mean... Not like that, but you know. Yeah, I was gonna say down where. <laughs> I'm like, I want go over there and just say hi. Yeah. Or maybe just send him a text. I've been thinking about hitting, hit, reaching out to him because I don't think he'll ever reach out to me. He's not that kind of person. Oh well, he's a fucking Capricorn. I am too, though. I know. But he's like, he's like a hardcore Capricorn, though. He's like the bane True. of Capricorn. There's, there's like, I feel that with every zodiac sign, there's two different like types, like type A and type B. Because I'm, like, a lot of people initially, um, they, like, when they guess my Zodiac, they're like, oh, you're Scorpio. I'm like, no, I'm a Scorpio moon, though. But, yeah, I'm a Leo. 
as fuck. I think it's the big hair and like being dramatic. It's like <laughs> the dead giveaway. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a big grumpy lion. But other than that, I, I well, maybe, I don't know. T- sometimes we tend to be bossy. I could see that. Um, what's the uh, annoying? Well, obnoxious. <laughs> obnoxious, yeah. Maybe a little bit. Yeah. That's okay. It's a part of your charm. Exactly. It's exactly. not. A, it's not. A, it doesn't have to be a negative thing. Mm-hmm. It's all part of the image. <laughs> but yeah, that was uh, the weird synchronicity that like happened with that with Sean. Hell yeah. But yeah, I haven't. Yeah, ta- synchronicity is totally a thing. Like, I'm a believer. It happens. It just happens. Another weird thing that like happened was like the logo for my band. So me and Morian, uh, my the guitar player in my band, like we were like, oh, we should we should come up with like a design for a logo. Mm-hmm. And I was talking to this guy that had another room at the rehearsal space, and he was starting to do like design stuff, mm-hmm. and he didn't have a drawing tablet like that you plug into the computer and you can draw on it. Uh-huh. And I had one. And I was like, I hadn't used it in like years, you know, it's just like literally gathering dust. And I was like, bro, you can like. I remember you tried to give it to me. <laughs> You're yeah. all like, I was drawing bad. I never used it. You should do it. Yeah, I, I can't draw digitally. To save it's my definitely life. a totally I'm different. i than a motherfucker <laughs> for pen and paper. So I had given it to him and I was like, the only thing I asked for you to do is to draw us like a logo. Uh-huh. And then he drew that logo exactly like that. We didn't. I didn't give him like any like prompting or anything. No prompting. You just, just told him the band name, or yeah, like... he knew the band name, the Waterfall King. Right. Oh, because of the vers- yeah. And he 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 had heard us play because like our rehearsal space is like two doors down, so yeah. he heard us play all the time. So he he was like familiar with us, and he just like came up with that. We like when when we saw it, we we're like, holy shit, that's fucking crazy. Okay. And like we tried changing a couple things, and we we're like, nah, just like how it was originally. I like it because it's it's minimalistic. But that leaves a lot of room for interpretation. Because when I first saw it, I was like, okay, I see it. Like a crown and like a waterfall. And then I was like, those could be mountains. And I was like, those would be stars. Like instead of points on the crown, I'm like, ah. But yeah, it's cool. I like it. It's like some like tribal, like native looking stuff. Yeah, and it's something if you're like at a festival somewhere and you saw like a picture of it mm-hmm. you would know what it is right if you knew who they were who, who we were they mm-hmm. were we were you would know and what it is it's like intriguing because um you know it's not like like a lot of bands when they do a logo they'll make the actual like the font of like their band name into like an image right but i, I like that you guys have like a symbol it's like just prints. a symbol yeah yeah slapping it everywhere pow we're trying to come up with like a name for it, like what it should be called. Oh, mm. well, if you do that, well, I don't know. I was gonna say if you do that, it might leave less to be interpreted, but maybe if it has like you know a kooky or like really clever. Let's think. Well, I don't know. Have you have you guys like thought of any names that you wanna? No, we keep we keep we we keep thinking about it. Logo. Yeah, it's just the logo. The logo. Hmm. The sigil. There you go, the sigil. Nice. Sigil, sigil. I don't know. I learned that word by reading demonology books. I haven't read any demonology books. Might I recommend the Ars Goetia? 
Just kidding. Don't don't look into that, people. <laughs> I think we're going to the Satanic Temple. Really? Yeah, that's in Salem. Oh, I was gonna say there's quite a few. That's cool. It's like the headquarters. Oh, that really? Yeah. I was gonna say I know the one in Texas is like popping off online. <laughs> there's one in Texas. That's crazy. Satanic Temple. There's one in Texas. Um. Yeah, like you said in Salem. I'm not sure. I haven't really dabbled in Satanism in a, like a long time. Levain Satanism. Um. Anyway. So I've never been to like um a satanic mass or like yeah. temple. I just kind of like read a bit of stuff here and there. Same. Yeah. Never went too deep into any of that mm-hmm. studying it or anything. So what other things do you have planned for Industria? Industria. Well, um, aside from trying to get it like finished, because um, I am the only person who does any of the writing or illustration and all that good stuff. Um, yeah, aside from finishing it, I actually wanted to um, make a TikTok channel because, I mean, you've seen that I cosplay as her sometimes yeah. with the cast suit and the yeah. red wig. Um, yeah, I was thinking of making a TikTok and dressing up like Industria and doing like maybe 30 second to like a minute long, you know, videos of um PSAs. Like safety tips. Yeah, PSAs, safety tips, self-defense maneuvers, um, you know, stranger danger kind of stuff. Like I brought over these like flyers um, that are kind of similar to what, like, the content I want on TikTok. But, um, I yeah, think that's a, a really great idea, actually. I need to get on it. I'm, like, I don't know. Like, I, I again, I'm, I'm one of those people where if I'm, like, not sure, like, I won't budge. But I, I don't know. Like, I've seen TikTok videos. I'm not very good at making that type of content, I don't think. Yeah. You should find someone. I don't know if you're good at doing that kind of stuff. You should... I think I could. I, like, see, because, like... Like, Snapchat, I've never had Snapchat. Like, I feel, I've always felt like I'm too boring for Snapchat because it's, it's basically, like, little clips of yourself, like, throughout the day, no? Like, what you're doing. Kind of, yeah, pretty much. Right. So, like, if I had a Snapchat, like, every, you know, couple hours, it's like, oh, I'm drawing. No, I think the, (laughs) I think the TikTok thing is a good idea. Yeah, with the cosplay element. I think, I think I should, too, because there's a lot of, um... Stuff that I feel like, you know, kids need to know or at least be aware of. And, you know, because it's, it's uncomfortable to talk about the things that kids need to be weary of. And, um, you know, I, I know, you know, parents, you know, I don't, I don't discredit um, parents or say they don't try hard enough or anything. Um, if anything, I just think that the dangers children have to be worried about, you know, like abusers and abductors and traffickers and stuff like that. Um, it's so, like, unpleasant to, like, talk about. And it's really hard to translate it in a way that not only kids can un- um, understand, but, like, not make them, like, freak out about and stuff. So, um, yeah, with Industria... Um, that's that's kind of why, you know, aside from finishing her, like, <clears throat> composing her and doing all, like, the illustrations and stuff, that I wanted to do the TikTok. Because, um, yeah, I know some parents talk to their kids, but um, 
when when we prep our children, you know, when we when we tell them like, you know, come back inside before it gets dark or like little tips here and there. It's like very um what is it? It's not as in depth like as it should be. So with Industria, you know, with like this cool looking superhero, I'm kind of able to um present it to children in a way that um it's very honest about it cuz uh again in a lot of the the episodes um there is you know graphic violence there are instances where children are in danger and uh again i i'm i'm very realistic but it's not for the purpose of scaring kids it's i just feel you know when you're more straight up with children um it serves them better than to kind of coddle them or like beat around the bush and um kids aren't stupid like a lot of people think you know kids are naive or you know like they're not going to remember certain things but that's definitely not true at all and um again with this comic hero i'm able to kind of look out for kids um in a way that you know i wished somebody had like looked out for me yeah, yeah. no i know what you mean i think i was dare did you have dare yeah I think um, they kind of did a little bit of that, but not, not, yeah, not really like a whole in depth. Just like, don't get into the car with the guy that has candy. Right, right, you know? that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I had a, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, no, go. It's I was, okay. I had a weird situation. I guess it wasn't really a situation. It was just a, I don't know. It's, it was weird, though. I was pretty young. I was walking home from my friend's house, and this guy like pulled up to next to me and like offered me a ride in his car and I was Wait, like, how old are you I was maybe I couldn't even have been in high school oh geez like probably like sixth grade sixth seventh grade right mm-hmm. around that time um I don't know how old that would have been 10 12 yeah something like that uh yeah and he like pulled up next to me and like offered to give me a ride and I was like no, I was like I was pretty close to my house. Like I could have honestly like hopped the fence and like been in <laughs> yeah. like my neighbor's house if anything like would have happened, which I totally would uh-huh. have done. But uh, he didn't like get out of his car or anything. I was just like, no, it's okay. And he's like, you sure? And I'm like, no, it's all right, man. I'm I'm good. I'm pretty close. Yeah, and that's another thing too. Like, um, the thing that we understand as adults, you know, having been exposed to society and growing up, you know, in public school and stuff, having to be around other people. You really you realize that you know how shitty people are, and children, they have that like, you know that innocence about them, and it's it's not, like maybe it is naivety, but like they're just so ready to trust that people are good, and like, you know they're not gonna think twice when somebody's offering them candy or a ride. Like again, you're you were a little older, yeah, and um. I mean, it was tempting. I was like, man, I do not want to fucking walk. (laughs) I know, right? Exactly. And, like, that's the thing. Like, the smarter, like, we make, like, our kids, like, the more hardcore these people get. Like, the more ruthless they fucking get. And um, last year, I went to this, uh, it was, like, a roadside rally on Randall Road. And it was um, Freedom for the Children. And, um, it was basically to bring awareness to child trafficking, um, 
uh, and exploitative, you know, abusive children. And I dressed up as Industria, and I, I remember handed it. out. Yeah. yeah, you were in the newspaper, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was it? Uh, the Chicago Tribune. Check it out. Google Industria Yesenia Gomez. <laughs> but um, yeah, we. I dressed up like Industria. I was handing out um flyers because again the the flyers, the these ones here. One is about like um, like a kind of stranger danger e like you know if somebody you doesn't know or somebody you don't know tries to like lure you off or like oh come with me you know like it's a protocol like gotta be like okay do i know this person if i don't know this person you know stay here um even if you do know that person or they're a relative and they're like not nice to you like you know don't go with them and then the other flyer was actually like maneuvers i call it rock paper scissors and it's these little, um, like, uh, self-defense slash, like, evasive techniques where, um, you know, in, in case you are confronted with, like, an actual abductor and there's no choice, you know, but to kind of, like, try and, like, get them out of your way. Um, what is it? There was, yeah, rock, paper, scissors. So rock is um, hitting them, like, as hard as you can with either your fist, your elbow your knee and like aiming like for the groin and um paper was in case <clears throat> they grab your hand or wrist you kind of make your hand flat like piece of paper you extend your arm and move in big circles and you'll slip you'll like end up breaking their grip and then um scissors is like the eye poke like captain insano them you know if you have like <laughs> no if you're close enough you know and it gets down to that point like blind them so you can get away and um, for these little techniques, um, I uh, I'm not I don't take like self defense classes, but I'm very into um, self defense and martial arts techniques. One that I like is uh, I'm particularly fond of. It's called Krav Maga, and from my understanding, it was um, it was what created by. Um, military rebels i believe from the middle east and what it's designed to do is basically get the other person on the ground so you can walk away so it's perfect for you know children um women you know who are kind of like more petite and short like me or who like to walk around a lot at night alone <laughs> like weirdos like me so um <clears throat> yeah it's a lot of again getting the person on the floor so like you can get away a lot of um, nut kicking, throat punching, eye gouging, like dirty, cheap shot. Yeah, I was gonna say any stuff. any kind of dirty stuff that you. Oh yeah. yes, doesn't, yes, yes, doesn't yes. need to be fair. Yup. This isn't and, a, um, It's not a game. Again, like as extreme as that, um, that um mode of defense or that you know those techniques are. Again, with Industria, I'm able to like give them stuff that they can use. Like you'll like hurt somebody if you try this stuff, but you know. I, I would rather them, you know, be prepared than, than not be. Hell yeah. I mean, that's yeah. our children. Not my children, but mm -hmm. other people's yeah. children. It's everybody's job to yeah. protect kids and look after kids. Yeah. And even for other, yeah, other people to be aware, aware of weird shit. No, no, I know, dude. Like, oof. Like, um, me, I, I don't really, like, party that much. But when I'm at, um, when I'm at, you know parties or social events where people are drinking i do kind of like you know 
I don't necessarily shepherd the drunk chicks or drunk people, but I do I do watch, you know, and like make sure, you know, nothing happens. And the really eerie thing that I notice was when I do that and I look around to see who else is paying attention, I'm not the only person who's keeping an eye on, you know, people who are, are losing, you know, their bearings and getting a little too tipsy Sauced and stuff. Up. Yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, I know what my intentions are, but, you know, again, with the other people who kind of take notice or I, I can recognize that, you know, they're making like glances like, oh, I'm watching you, you know. Um, yeah, being vigilant, dude, situational awareness. There you go. That's the term. That good to saves know. lives. It's like, good to know that there's people out there doing that. Oh, yeah, definitely. Because, again, you don't know what anybody else is doing, but you. I had a friend that uh, I think he was roof. He had GHB in his system. Oh, what? So I think they used that to, like, roofie people, basically, right? Yeah. And so I think he, it, either the person didn't like him or their intention was this was supposed to be for someone else. Oh, hell no. Fuck that. So that he, is fucked. He, he, liked, he likes to party and stuff, but like he, that night in particular, he like, I only had like two drinks. Like two or three drinks. Like over the course of like a, a good amount of time. Right, like you know? the whole night. And uh, he doesn't remember leaving the bar. Oh my gosh. And he totaled his car. <gasps> That's horrible. And he lost his license for like years. Damn. That and, is. And he was found up. not guilty because they found GHB in his system. That is crazy. Oh my. Like, see, dude, like a lot of people are like, oh, you know, like they warn girls to be careful, but shit. That's, that's messed up. I'm sorry to your friend. Ugh. And another. I'm glad he's okay. And he yeah. Did, you know. He didn't like, get hurt or hurt anyone. Yeah. Yeah, seriously. Uh, another friend, a couple, the girl went to go get drinks and she, I don't know, I don't know exactly what happened, but I think both of them <coughs> got drugged. I think they thought that she was getting the drinks for like someone else oh, and it geez. just got it, gave it to her boyfriend and they're like, they're like a couple that like never fights or like argues with each other or uh-huh. like, you know, they're like, they've been together for like years, you know, they have mm-hmm. a pretty solid relationship and he said that's like that night is the only time they've ever argued and like they don't remember like anything and they just got totally like fucked up. Ugh, that's so, ooh, that's creepy. That's so creepy. Like, me, again, I'm not much of a partier, and even if I do go out, like, I don't, like, drink. And, um, yeah, I don't, like, bring your drink into the bathroom. I know you don't want to waste money, and it might be gross to bring it into the bathroom, but that's better than leaving it there. Keep it covered. Um, if you don't have a cover for your drink, again, do not leave it unattended. Like, there's a lot of, uh like precautionary etiquette to going out like not just that you know for like myself as a woman but like for anybody because people are fucked up (laughs) seriously people are fucked up you can i don't put past like i don't put shit past like anybody anybody no matter how long i've known them or like you know if they're a good character reference like whatever like i i mean so i i do consider myself like paranoid in some senses but again, I'd rather you know be safe than sorry. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I get that. That sucks. Let that happen to your homies. Yeah. Well, I'm just glad that they're okay. You know, I know that like, especially like my one buddy that got into the car accident, that could have been, you know, 
that completely fucked. Yeah. Like it did fuck his life up like for like years because he didn't have a license for like two mm-hmm. years or some shit like that. Like dealing with the court. And that's scary that he doesn't know like. You know, like, obviously, the goal of getting, like, roofing someone's, like, they don't know. But, like, you said, like, it could have been somebody with animosity towards them. It could have been yeah, intended a, for another person. Like, oof. Yeah, it could have been a straight-up attack or or something else on someone else. And he or just didn't. Somebody re- else was trying to do some, I don't know, shit. Just didn't realize whose drink it was or something. Like, if he was yeah. fucked up. Ugh. Dude, I hate people. I swear I do. <laughs> yeah. Some people suck. Some people suck. But all my favorite people are people. Oh. A lot of my favorite people are dead. But they were they were people. <laughs> true, true. True. I guess I can forgive them for that. Yeah. Dying sucks. It do. It do. But that's why we gotta, you know, be careful. Not only be careful but appreciate our time here. We gotta be smart. Yeah. But still enjoy it. Yeah, I agree with that. Sometimes it's hard to remember that, but it's definitely true. Yeah, yeah. So, do you do any other drawing stuff outside of industrial or any other art things outside of industrial? Um, not particularly. I used to do a lot of um, graphite, like pencil uh, portraitry. But I haven't done that in a minute, to be honest with you. Um, aside from Industria, no. I, I actually wanted to be a tattoo artist for the longest because um, my style is um, a lot of outlining, black and gray, uh, shading. And a lot of people, when they saw my artwork, they're like, oh, if you could do that on my skin, like I'd pay you like you know whatever you wanted. So tattooing, it did pique my interest for a moment, but now that, you know, I'm trying to perfect, well, not perfect Industria, but at least, like, finish her, and since I do it all by myself, that's pretty much all of where my um, artistic ability comes into play, because it's not just um, drawing, Um, I have to do a lot of writing. Oh, I also do poetry, did I tell you about that? Um, Is that a new thing? Kind of. It's been in the works for like at least two, no, well, like two to three years officially. But the first poem, like, okay, what I'm, I'm working on like a a children's poem book. And um, basically these poems are going to explain like the more unpleasant aspects of life um in a way that kids again can understand it's not too heavy it's sort of like what i'm trying to do with industria but it's more um again it's 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 more broad like industria uh it 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 pertains more so to threats like um uh you know like generational child abuse or um systemic child abuse um, CPS, um, uh, like the unscrupulous nature of, of child protective services, like things like, again, that like children have to worry about specifically. Um, whereas the poetry book, the, um, the things addressed in those poems, again, are more, more broad, like, uh, death. I have a poem about addiction. Um, I have a poem about accepting yourself, homelessness, 
I if you want me to read one, I totally can. Let me. Yeah, definitely. Find. It's more like a internal stuff, kind of seems like. Yeah, like um. Emotional. One of my favorites is um, when I'm not around anymore, and that one is about the acceptance of death, and it's written from the perspective of the departed. So let me just whoops, excuse me, bring it up real quick. I've never shared these poems with you before. I don't know. I might have sent them to you, but I'm not positive. Hold on, where is it? It doesn't sound familiar. Um, I'm sorry the, if you did and I can't remember. No, I might have. I was going to say, I think the majority of the poems I've written recently have been within like 2019, 2020. Um, let me find it. I know I have it in here somewhere. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, whichever one I find, I will read because <laughs> I have quite a few of them. Sure. Um. Doo, doo, doo. Is that a... No, hold on one sec. Talk amongst yourselves. No, that's okay. <laughs> I, you, I had th- was thinking about this earlier today. I had showed you. A song that the River Gypsies had done, the thing in a jar, uh-huh. right? And you're like, "Oh, that's Dax Riggs," and I was like, "Who's that?" <laughs> I didn't know that 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 was a cover that the River Gypsies were doing when we did it. Ah, I, thought, I put Nolan onto Doom, everybody, just so <laughs> you know. <laughs> that's right. And Sludge. Hell yeah, Acid Bath is the <laughs> shit. Okay, Acid Bath all day. That shirt that you have is super dope. Which one? It's Tabasco sauce one. <gasps> Dude, yes. <laughs> yes, it is. I man, R.I.P. Doug. When I I he was who I thought about when I ordered it. I was like, he's gonna be like, you better give me that shirt. I'll. I, he. I think I would totally let him wear it. But he was okay. I'm like five foot nothing. Doug was like. He had to be six like, foot two. Yeah, he had to be like six foot two. Pretty yeah, tall. he towered over me a good like fourteen inches, <laughs> and I totally would have let him wear it, but it'd probably be like a baby shirt on him. <laughs> but yeah, the Tabasco sauce one. I have another one. Oh, the pagan terrorism tactics one. Yeah. That's with the album cover, right? Yeah, from Doctor Kevorkian, Doctor Death. He's cool too. Oh, here's the when I'm not around anymore and love yourself. That's actually the first um, poem I wrote. This one's from 2015. So, yeah, I'll read this one um, for this book. It's going to be called The Little Big Book of Scary Things. Um, yeah, A Little Big Book of Scary Things, A Children's Guide. And then it's going to have illustrations, like, to go along with the poems. Keep going on listening. Mm-hmm. I want to show you something. Okay. And, um, yeah, this one, the illustration, it's like this, um, it's it's a very unique-looking, very foreign, foreign alien-like creature who's embracing themselves. Like, they're hugging a mirror, right? And they're, like, all scaly with, like, webbed feet. And they look all freaky, but they love themselves. So um, this is the, the poem. 
It's called Love Yourself. Out of all the people, out of all the things, out of all the planets, out of each and every being, out of all the galaxies, out of all the stars, out of every universe, this one here is ours. Out of every walk of life, or crawl, or swim, or soar, this life is yours for you to live now and forevermore. So love the way you walk and talk and do all that you do, for there is and always will be just but one of you. The end. <laughs> That's awesome. Thank you. I really like that. I found the the one I'm not around anymore from the perspective of the departed. Okay, go ahead. Uh, the illustration for this, um, <clears throat> it's going to be, you know, someone in mourning and then like the the apparition of um, the departed is like comforting them. So visually, that's that's kind of what this poem um, is about. Uh, when I'm not around anymore. If ever you should need me and find I am not there, I have for you this secret to make me reappear. Close your eyes, take a breath, and think of only me. Speak my name within your mind till I am all you see. Whisper all you wish to tell me as I listen with such care. Reflect upon the times even through death we still both share. Know now that I am with you. This bond shall always be. For I live on forever in your heart and memory. The end. <laughs> I like that one too. Thank you. But yeah, this, this little poem book, I'm still um, in the process of making illustrations for all those poems. But yeah, those are two sneak peeks. The other ones um, are newer. They're from like last year, earlier on this year too. I made a couple, so yeah. So you just get like made me think you're doing the children's stuff, which I think is super cool. This is a children's book I bought. I didn't. I don't have any part in it, but it's pretty cool. It's this this guy that makes guitar pedals. So it's pretty interesting. So if anyone so it 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 does does this teach you how to play or does it explain? Oh, it just uh, I don't know. It just kind of like makes it interesting. It's like an introductory yeah measure. Oh oh okay, I like it. I like it. okay. So this first page, it's literally all white, <laughs> and it's got. An illustration. It's like it looks like a bunch of coils, and it's a guitar string. Uh huh. It says this is a string, just like boom bam. And then the next page says, "Pluck it, and it makes a cool noise." <laughs> I want to read this whole thing and just get like high as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> this is a guitar. It has six strings. Ah! Oh my god! Oh man, the, this is gonna breed a whole generation of metalheads. Right. I love it. I love it. We had School of Rock. The kids of the future have the coolest noise. The coolest that is noise. What's up. And it's got like all these like punk like characters on the yeah. back. They're like little animals. The bunny is like hardcore. It's pretty cool, right? HXC totally. Yeah, if you want to go look after this, if you want to look through the whole thing, you totally can. I will. I ha I I have to. I actually, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, so how's uh, your tarot card and all that stuff reading? Oh and yes, stuff going on? it's going good. I got zucked <laughs> during my like 
month of business, October. I'm always getting 30 days. I'm what just did you that, do this time? I'm hilarious. Oh, <laughs> it's because I'm hilarious. I'm telling you. No, it's because I'm, I'm a, a radical leftist. No, this last time, it was because um, I, I had commented a pretty abrasive sentiment <laughs> beneath a photo of a child abuser. And I said something along the lines of, oh, okay, so this child abuser, um, they, I guess, had flown under the radar for a minute, even though their crime was, like, very heinous. And Netflix had released a documentary um, about this woman's crimes against her child. So when her name and photo got leaked, all the inmates were like, oh, that's why she's in here. So they whooped her ass. Like, they straight up, like, they jumped her. They stomped on her. I heard there were reports that her face got sliced up by a tin can, like, the the lid of, like, a tin can. They oh, poured shit. hot coffee on her face. Like, yeah, they messed her up. And somebody, it was a, it was a post about that incident. And I, I said, like, they should have killed that bitch. And then Facebook is like, 30 days! And I'm like, oh, okay. That's nice. During my freaking spooky month where I get the most customers for my business. But it's okay. Should make those make another Facebook page to comment on those posts. I know, right? But I used to have like a bunch of <laughs> um, social networking accounts. Because I was a little nefarious butthole with too many opinions. <laughs> so I try not to entertain that aspect of my personality anymore. Because I'll get sucked into it. And have like 50 accounts just telling everybody's racist grandparents to go fuck themselves and shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of racist old people out there. Especially on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, that's no joke. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think of what the most ridiculous um, reason I got zucked was for. And I think that's it. Telling a child abuser that they should fucking go die in a fire. Or no, that they should have been killed instead of beaten up. The, the new Tool, al tool album sucked. I, I'm not going to lie. I haven't gotten into it. Like, what the fuck? I'm sorry. You haven't listened to it at all? No. Oh, well. No, no, no. I heard one song, but I forget what the hell it was called. Dude, you know Paul Bearer is like my shit. I have yeah. not listened to any of their last, like two maybe like three albums have you um yeah i was actually listening to them the other day ah sweet was, was it one of their newer ones i haven't heard atlantis i think i went through uh that that atlantis album i went to through their older one i listened to a couple albums actually yeah sorrow and extinction and um foundations of burden Those what do are you my definitely what do you listen to nowadays um, I actually, when I make industria, I listen to a lot of, like, agrotech, um, cyberpunk sort of stuff. It's, like, futuristic-y sort of, like, uh, hmm. the band names, I, I don't even know a lot of these artists. I actually, 
because I listen to a certain genre on YouTube, all these mixes like pop up. Gotcha. And I'll check out these like cyberpunk like synthwave mixes, and they're like raw as fuck. And I'm just like, <laughs> what? So I'll just you know have these like hour or two long mixes going while I work on Industria. But aside from that, um, I always listen to the classics. You know, post punk, The Cure, My Goth shit. Um, you know, I love Doom, Stoner. Slash, thrash, Damn. fucking sludge. Yeah, I still listen to Acid Bath, Acid Witch. It's October, so I'm listening to a lot of Typo Negative and Acid Witch. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, Doom and, like, funky, silly, psychedelic metal. I love Acid Witch. I need to see them again. Acid Witch is pretty good. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's what's up. Well, uh... We're about over an hour here. Oh, snap. I was going to say it's dark outside now. <laughs> yeah, it's starting to get dark out, which is fine. But uh, It is. It is. Was there anything else that you wanted to talk about? Um, Nothing comes to mind at the moment. So I guess I want to say thank you to everybody who's listening in. And I want to say thank you to Nolan for this opportunity to talk about my comics because I'm a very private person um i like to be a bit protective of my work so when it comes to again opportunities like these where i'm allowed to explain at length you know what i do without fear of um you know other people's input or you know saying it's silly because being a 30 year old stoner who you know sits around (laughs) comics doesn't seem like something you know very cool but it is it is <laughs> so. super cool i think it's super awesome i don't think people do enough things and i think if you're doing things and making things like oh yeah you know i always say i have too many hobbies but you can't ever have you can't have too many hobbies right just as long as it's like not affecting your finances exactly because <laughs> hobbies that, could that's do that an addiction you know that could yeah. be an addiction not a hobby yeah exactly well, I do appreciate you coming out and being on here and being not the... Not a problem. My pleasure. Me and Zmog and Industria. I'll thank you. Of course. Cordially. Being the comeback episode. And you're definitely an inspiration for me to have kept doing this. Because you had supported <laughs> me. You, you told me that it was like a good idea to like keep doing Always. it. And you know, I was pretty self-conscious about doing this. I had the idea for the podcast like two years before I actually started doing it. Oh, so you're like me. You're like, I'm not going to jump unless I see the net. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. And my initial plan was to have, like, a co-host with me and someone else, like, with me to do it. Because I was like, I can't do it by myself. I need someone else to, like, to kind of, like, help me guide through it. Yeah, so I went through two people, and and both of them didn't, you know, pan out the way that I was intending to. Mm -hmm. And they kind of had different visions for what I was, like, trying to do. Right, right. And, uh, and... Yeah, so then, like, with the pandemic thing, I know, like, everyone started doing podcasts then, and I'm one of those people, but whatever. Oh, I had the cares? idea before all of it. It just was, like, it just <laughs> right, worked out. dude, I popped, I started, you know, doing, like, my side stuff and taking it seriously, like, during quarantine. I was like, I'm going to go crazy if I don't, like, focus. Yeah. I so, would, hey, we made it we out made of quarantine. It. Yeah. You know, on our stuff, better people, focused, inspired, and inspiring. Yeah, it's, like, going to be... My buddy Leo talks about it all the time. It's like going to be a renaissance for art and music. 
Oh, oh, definitely. Yeah. Um, I forgot who I was talking to, but they, they were all like, oh, yeah, you do comics. That's kind of like a dying art. And at first I was like, <gasps> like kind of offended. But I'm like, you know what? Fuck yeah, it is. Like, hell yeah. And I'm one of the last to do it. So I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't say it's a dying art. No, <laughs> I think Todd McFarlane. Maybe they're like they're um, they're um, what is it like their interpretation of like what comic making is yeah. might be a you know because again i'm like i draw it out in uh in pencil first and then i go over it like i don't do any of it um digitally or online right but yeah comics are definitely like flourishing i would say nerd culture is up like a thousand percent <laughs> the spawn 300 the, like that was like the best-selling comic of all time and that came out like two years ago Dude, that guy, my brosif Todd, like, he inspired me to, like, keep, not, because I want industry to be accessible to children, of course, but um with him specifically, like, he has entire pages of single panels that are very graphic, a lot of action, a lot of blood, a lot of gore, and um, a lot of people were all like, you can't do that. You know, you got to respect, like, the sizing limits. You got to be in this, you know, kind of bracket. And he's like, nah, fuck that. And like you said, Spawn is the shit. Spawn's always been And he's still putting favorites. them out. Oh, hell yeah. Hell uh, yeah. He just, they just put out a new Spawn series, King Spawn. And then there's another series that just came out, Gunslinger Spawn. They're like spinoffs of it. Sweet. I have a couple issues, but they're like from... Back in the Dizzy, like yeah. around when they had that, like, what was it like that um, animated series? Yeah, like yeah. In the 90s? Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. I know exactly what you're talking about. I watched that. Hell yeah. I miss it. Well, hell yeah. Well, uh, I think that's pretty good or pretty good for uh, not doing this for a while and for your first time. I know. I was so nervous, but I'm, I was, it went better than I anticipated. Yeah, just once to, so I shouldn't have said that we were going. <laughs> I know, you should be like, so how's industrial? I'd be like, oh, what? Oh, jeez. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I didn't want you to be caught off guard. So. Oh, nah. And not I'm say ready. something that you, not say something you didn't want to say. No. <laughs> nah, not even. <laughs> All right, well, we're out of here. Thanks again. Bye-bye.
Brasil.